The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Many voices are more powerful than one. When we share ideas, developments, and power, we can achieve anything. Welcome to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. Your hosts are Dietta Jones and Richard Dent. Together, they have made a worthy life that includes a family, two businesses, a foundation, and much more. They're ready to help you find your personal success. Now, here are Dietta and Richard. Welcome to DJ and DeBear. I'm Dietta Jones, your host. I'm a social justice advocate, leadership, and organizational effectiveness coach speaker and author. I am usually joined by my better three-quarters NFL legend and pro football Hall of Famer Richard Dent, but today Richard is hanging out with some of his buddies in California. We decided to take a little spring break, and he is playing uh, hooky from the show today. So I am pleased to uh, let you know that we have a perfect substitute, Steve Delot, who is a good friend and neighbor and has been to join us in uh, talk to us about uh, this week's topic, which is uh, weighing, weighing your options, financial strategies for uncertain times. Steve, welcome. Nice to be here, Dita. It's good. It's really good to, to have you on the show this morning. Um, it's been fun planning for it and getting ourselves ready. I know, it's been, I know it's been a little hectic. You've been on the road this week. I've been on the road. We've been trying to pull this together um, virtually. Thank you so much. Well, I was in, uh, I just got back from Phoenix. I saw, I was watching the game Phoenix in uh, Portland. So oh, came nice. back to a little cool weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's chilly. I have to tell you, this is one of the first times that I haven't been freezing, freezing in Chicago doing the show. Um, I'm in uh, uh, Los Angeles for a few days now, and it's sunny and gorgeous, and oh, it's really, it's really special waking up to the sunshine on my face. I, I can't complain. Well, the only good thing about the Chicago in the winter is, as I'm getting older, the winters are moving by faster, like time. Well, that's because you know how to break it up, Steve. You go and take their trips along. <laughs> you figured you figured out how to make Chicago winters work for you. <laughs> I told I told Richard I'm not doing February like this anymore. I'm going to start strategizing now that I've gone through a couple of Februarys. I I have it all figured out how I'm going to do February, and I think I'm going to watch you. I'm just going to watch and learn from you, Steve. <laughs> well, it sure so, makes it more enjoyable. In the, win- yeah, no in the winter in San Diego. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a house in San Diego. Steve, let me, let me uh, tell your, our listeners a little bit about who you are um, uh, as far as your, your background. Um, Steve, you've been in the insurance and financial services profession since 1975. You were selected as the Senior Market Advisor of the Year in 2006. You sold your company to a publicly traded company on the NYSE, and then you retired. 
uh, I, you know, I'm sure the golf, the, the um, tennis court was calling you. But then after a while, you uh, came out of retirement, right? And now you are buying and selling gold, silver, and platinum. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about what, what drew you out of retirement and also a little bit about your, your background. Uh, I um, thought I would like retirement after I uh, sold my company. And uh, I had a non-compete, and being in the financial services and uh, insurance profession for 40-plus years, uh, at, at my age, it's a little difficult to um, uh, stay retired. You know, they, I uh, just went on Medicare last year, and I feel like I have a lot of energy. And I felt like I had to uh, go back to work and uh, do something, and um, I wanted to do something a little more challenging because I was in the uh, financial services profession for so long. Um, I wanted some, uh, something new that uh, would invigorate me, and for years I've been following uh, gold, silver, platinum, and uh, seeing when the uh, market should go up and when the market should go down, how that ties in with uh, the purchase of gold, silver, and platinum. And I noticed that whenever there were market rallies in the stock market, you know, gold would come down. And then when the uh, market would uh, come down, like let's say in 2008, Gold shot up to $1,900 an ounce, and I felt personally, my opinion was that in 2010 and 11, market was heading back up, and so I thought, well, good time to have people sell their gold. They could buy it back in on the low, and then gold went from $1,900 an ounce down to about uh, a thousand or eleven hundred dollars an ounce, and um, I found out that's interesting. Now there's more problems with the economy today, so I'm uh, advocating stacking up on some uh, gold. I, I personally have just been buying the gold recently, but some people prefer gold, silver, and and platinum. But lately, I've just been uh, acquiring gold. So tell me what you mean. So, so is what you're talking about, kind of a uh, diversification strategy, where you know when the market the market is uh, uh, seems vulnerable, then having uh, something like gold, silver, or platinum available is just a safe backup. But when the market is stable, then they're not necessarily as valuable. Uh, well, that's the way it's been in the past, but now. Because of things happening in, worldwide in the economy, I think uh, I think gold's going to be uh, five to ten thousand dollars an ounce within five to ten years. There's uh, some experts uh, that think gold's going to go as high as seventeen or eighteen thousand dollars an ounce. And, wow! Uh, you know, times are different today than a few years ago. Um, you know, right now we have over $18 trillion of debt, and that cannot be repaid. Uh, I believe all the experts around the world realize that that can't be paid because it's, 
it's fiat money. And what I mean by fiat money, it's backed by nothing. So this problem actually started in 1971 when Richard Nixon took the government off of uh, the gold standard. And at that point, we were able to just start printing money without having to worry about backing it up with gold. So we went from the largest creditor in the world to now, today, we are the largest debtor in the world. And the $18 trillion plus does not include things like paying for Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, disability, food stamps, and all the other uh, things that we're just writing out, printing money. It's all just being printed. And uh, we're sinking deeper and deeper. So, so the other countries realize that we can't stay on the uh, dollar standard because it, it's, you know, it's just buying IOUs. So what has happened, the International Monetary Fund has secretly created a new currency. My guess is none of your audience is even aware of it. It is called Special Drawing Rights, S-C-R. They could look it up on the Internet and learn more about it because it seems like everybody I talk to... uh, they say, I've never even heard of this. Um, what it is, what is the purpose of it? Yeah. What does it do? Okay. Well, um, there's a strong feeling worldwide that our dollar is going to collapse. We're in a world currency right now. You know, when uh, Japan and uh, China and Russia and uh, all these foreign countries devalue their currency to uh-huh. make it so it's uh, it's cheaper for them to export goods over to the United States because their currency is worth a lot less. The problem is when because our dollar is so much stronger than these foreign currencies, our exports when we ship products over throughout the world, it's more expensive for them uh, to buy our products because their currency is so much weaker than ours. That's why now might be a nice time for you to take a vacation to Europe or something because a few years back, it was expensive to go to Europe. Now, um, it's it's a lot less expensive, so you can get much better... Yeah, 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 I just came from Canada. Their their dollar is falling really quickly, and it's 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 you know creating quite a conundrum. So so this SDR is meant to to kind of facilitate globalization. Is that it? It's kind of it's meant to to equalize. The, yeah, what, the... that's right, uh, Didi. What what'll happen? What'll happen is see right now, everything, or I should say, up until now, everything mm-hmm. has has. Uh, convert it to the dollar. Um, so if you were in Russia or China or South Korea or Brazil or wherever you were and you wanted to trade with each other, 
you had to convert your, let's say, the Russian ruble right. uh, to the dollar, dollar, and uh, Japan would have to uh, convert their yen to the dollar because that was the world currency. Everybody had to do that. And right. like in Saudi Arabia and all the oil, they call it petrodollars. People trading would have to trade their currency to the dollar and then buy. And that's why uh, gasoline in uh, Europe and so forth was much, expense, much more expensive than ours because we had the dollar. But what's going on now, all these countries have secretly made agreements with each other. So let's say if Russia and China want to do business with each other, they could exchange the ruble for the uh, yuan, the Chinese yuan. They no longer have to convert it to the dollar. Same with South Korea, same with India, same with Brazil. There's over 100 countries right now that have agreed to exchange it with each other's currency and no longer have to convert it to the yen. I mean, excuse me, the to dollar. the dollar. So so they know that there's a um, collapse that's coming. There, it's a war between all the countries right now. So, yeah, so I need war. to I need to uh, break in here for a moment, but when we come when we come back I want to talk more about uh, this because it's, it's an incredibly interesting topic. Let's switch gears for just a few minutes, and while we're at commercial break, please visit our website www.dietajones.com. Share your comments or hit us up on Twitter at Dieta M as in Maria Jones and at Richard underscore Dent nine five. We want to hear from you. Post your thoughts. We'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on investment strategies for uncertain times. We're joined by Steve Delat, one of the uh, investment, uh, you know, investment strategists who's been in this field for over 40 years. And what we're talking about is uh, the world economy and some of the shifts that are happening. And, and Steve, before we went to break, you were talking to us about this, this new currency. Um, can, you, can you pick up where you left off? Sure. Um, anyway, this new currency, uh, the special drawing rights, or SDRs, as they may be referred to, it's going to be a combination. It's no longer the dollar dominates the world. There's going to be a basket of five or six. Uh, there's, there's going to be a combination of about five or six countries. Uh, they have to have a certain percentage of uh, their money backed by gold. And when we trade here in the United States, just between ourselves and the United States, we still use the dollar. Mm-hmm. But if the world trades with each other, they have to convert their uh, currency to this new special drawing rights. So we don't see the currency ourselves, uh, but as we trade uh, worldwide, everybody has to trade into this new world currency. And, and who's facilitating countries. this? Is this the IMF who's facilitating this uh, this currency exchange? Uh, the International Monetary Exchange. They uh, first of all, uh, it was a few years ago they met secretly, and at that time the United States didn't even know that they were meeting to discuss this. Now, so the United States is not involved in it. The United States is not a part of it. Um, they weren't in the initial. Uh, secret meetings, but now they're involved because they're picking five or six currencies, and the United States will be one of the currencies. Okay. So that's going to um, that's going to really hurt our dollar. And what makes it bad is we cannot just continue to print money like we're doing right now because we're not the world currency anymore. And that's oh, the so, problem. Oh, okay, is. got it. You got know, it. See, right now we need more money. They do, uh, they do uh, quantitative easing or whatever you'd like to call it, QE2, QE3. They just keep printing more money, and that seems to, they think it seems to solve their problems. But the reason that this is a, 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 a real issue to be concerned with is this next uh, collapse, you know, I call it the uh, avalanche. 
you know, it's not one thing that's going to destroy the currency. It's a combination. So if you, let's just pretend like you have a potential avalanche, avalanche, and every time, every time a snowflake comes on, it just makes the, uh, the, the ground a little more shaky, a little more uncertain. So the first avalanche we had was um, in 1998. You may recall uh, there was a $100 billion hedge fund. It was called Long-Term Capital Management. Mm-hmm. And uh, it almost imploded the markets. So um, things were, you know, that was huge back then. And so uh, the banks bailed them out, so we wouldn't ruin our, uh, our economy. The second uh, avalanche, avalanche happened uh, in that 2008 crisis that I know right. you recall that because everybody right, right. on the phone recalls it. We lost $11 trillion in the household wealth. It was wiped out in a matter of weeks. That was the second avalanche, but people think the the collapse, the meltdown in 2008, was due to the housing crisis. Um, that was just the final snowdrop that imploded what we saw in 2008, um, huh. because there were a lot of other things even worse than the housing, which was uh, excessive use of our debt, derivatives. Um, you know, we had uh, uh, $200 trillion of derivatives that we couldn't do anything ba- about, and the banking system uh, was going out of business. So what happened is uh, the Federal Reserve had to bail out the banks, and they said, we can't let these banks fail. They're too big to fail. Well, now the problem is, the four biggest banks are 30 per, today the four biggest banks are 30% larger than they were 5 years ago the five largest banks um, now hold half of the world banking assets in the united states the derivatives which i think was the main uh uh warren buffett calls derivatives uh, weapons of mass destruction and it's now worth more than $700 trillion. In 2007, we held $200 trillion of derivatives, which is, you know, like, like right. Warren said, mass destruction. Today, yes. we have $700 trillion. It's ten times bigger than our entire world economy. So we can't even print money fast enough to cover this uh, next avalanche, which um, some people say it, they're looking for it to happen sometime later in 2015. Some say it, it'll, uh, they're looking for it to happen in 2016. Well, okay, so now we're all, all of the listeners are kind of sitting here with bated breath. You know, we're all holding our breath and nervous now. You've gotten us worked up, and I need to switch this out for a moment, Steve. So when we come back, you're going to give us some strategies, things we might be thinking about, things that we might pay attention to in order to um, be prepared for what seems to be, um, you know, shifting in our economy and what some of the potential implications are for us. 
So okay. let's switch gears for just a few minutes. And while we're at commercial break, please visit our website, www.dietajones.com, or hit us up on Twitter at Dieta M. Jones at Richard underscore Dent 95. We'll be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation on interest investment strategies for uncertain times with Steve Delotte. Steve, before we went to our last break, you were talking about the level of debt in the United States, what some of the implications are at the international level. You were talking about uh, the famous weapons of mass destruction, uh, as Warren Buffett calls them, the derivatives. Talk to us a little bit more about what does all of this mean for us? Um, you know, help us help us get our mind around where the implications of this substantial debt that we have in the world economy. And then, and then we, of course, want you to give us some ideas about, you know, solutions or strategies or ways that the listeners might be able to um, kind of weather what is inevitable at this point. Okay. Yeah, uh, let me just say, uh, before I just finish up on some of these implications, there are solutions to these problems. Um, unfortunately, most people will get caught caught up in it and uh, do nothing, just continue to do as they are. And there will be some people that will protect themselves so they will make money uh, during the, this next uh, avalanche when, when that occurs. Um, I think it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when they will occur. And, yeah. Um, um, 
you know, like I see, this reminds me of uh, when Greenspan, the Federal Reserve Chairman, back in uh, 1998-99, he said, you know, we're buying, you know, like all these tech stocks that were losing money and uh, they were going sky high. He said, this is an example of a rational exuberance. And uh, now that the market keeps going up and up, uh, I'm thinking the same thing Greenspan's thinking. Well, here we go again. They forgot what happened a few years ago, and now uh, there's some more rational exuberance. And it seems like this is also an opportunity for us to learn lessons from other countries, right? This is not unique to the United States. We've had, there are other countries that have also... Um, you know, experienced hyperinflation and their monetary system just collapsing beneath them. And, and, and it, it, it seems like we, um, and, and we've watched the fallout of some of that, kind of the internal turmoil, the, uh, you know, the, there are some Latin American countries, for example, where they just went upside down financially. And it seems like we uh, would pay attention to that and that we would um, protect ourselves from, um, from going along some of those paths. Is it similar? Is what's happening here in the United States similar to what has happened in some other countries? Exactly. Are there any lessons learned? Uh, unfortunately, there's lessons not learned. We're all doing the same thing, only at an accelerated pace. Mm-hmm. You know, Greece is part of the euro, and uh, Greece is broke, and they're threatening to just to wipe out all their debt um, from the, and, and get out of the euro. Well, if that does happen, um, because they don't want any further austerity programs, if that happens, Italy is broke, uh, Portugal's broke, Spain is broke, um, there's a lot of Ireland is broke, there's a lot of countries that uh, it's going to have a domino effect, which is obviously going to have a, an effect with us in this country, because... Um, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're international. We're all global. There's uh, things that are geopolitical that I didn't even mention. Um, you know, that the, the, uh, the, the ISIS and all this uh, madness going around in the entire Mideast and, um, and these uh, radicals wanting to, they're basically declaring a, a war on the, Christians now all over the world. You re- you yeah, I was going to ask you about news. that. Right, and, right, and that's what I mean, that part of that, that we have this, you know, kind of external positioning that is uh, really fractured with the many other parts of the world. We have internal fracturing that's going on. You turn on the news any day of the week and you can see how many, you know, uh, how much discord there is even within the United States. Um, you know, with, whether it's, you know, with the, the racial tensions or socioeconomic divide, the growing inequality, the gulf as far as the inequality, socioeconomically speaking, the fact that our uh, political leaders cannot get on the same page. So all of these things, to me, seem like they are absolutely connected with this larger economic conversation that we're having. You know, as we look around the world, all of these things just uh, to me are, are kind of symptoms of the vulnerability that we have related to our economic situation. That's right. It could be one of those uh, snowflakes that trigger, trigger the next uh, avalanche. It's, the, the avalanche is ready to uh, come sliding down the mountain. It's just which 
which one of these uh, snowflakes is going to be the one to do it. Interesting. And it's not the one. It's it's just a combination of everything. Um, so what can we do, Steve? What are what are some of the? Like, I heard you say, you know, some people are just going to get caught by this, and um, and and I, I, you know, I have to say, I, I absolutely believe, and I'm part of this system, this in the United States, you know, that we kind of get apathetic. We are coasting along with our life. We're used to a certain level of comfort. We're used to certain predictability associated and security associated with being, you know, a member of the United States, a community. But I, I really am starting to get more and more concerned about doing nothing and the implications of doing nothing. What can somebody who really needs to and wants to prepare themselves to weather the storm, what can we do? Well, you can diversify. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, think, okay, I have six different mutual funds, so I'm diversified. Well, half those mutual funds might have the same stock in it, you know, and, and that's all fine. I, I'm not involved with the securities, and they certainly could talk to their advisor. Uh, but what I think the true diversity means is having a portion of your portfolio in gold, uh, but when I say in gold, where you take physical possession of the gold. Me personally, when people buy gold and they're supposedly uh, have it in a depository that's built just for them, I personally, and I'm sure you know a lot of them are like that, but I do not trust that. I take my, I take possession of my physical gold, and a lot of uh, companies say, "Well, I want to put." I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, I could put my IRA in gold." Well, a lot of the uh, people that sell the companies that sell gold say you can't take possession; it's got to go in a depository. Well, that's not true. There's certain uh, there's certain laws. Within the uh, IRS that allow you to take physical possession of of uh, your hard assets, which we do. So gold, silver, platinum, those are great assets. Farmland, if somebody could afford, afford to buy farmland, uh, farmland is a it's great. That's going to continue to be really strong and and grow in value. So I, I like farmland. Uh, some people recommend. Rare art, um, I know nothing about rare art, and because I do not know much about it, I'm afraid to buy rare art because I'm not sure rare art is rare art, you know, <laughs> so I would need somebody uh, to take me that's an expert. Just like if right, somebody right. calls me and they say, I want to buy gold, you know, I could walk them through the whole uh, transaction. And then like Warren Buffett. He bought the Burlington Northern Railroad. Uh, he bought that, and that was uh, strictly to purchase, uh, uh, to, to um, uh, travel the trains to carry the hard assets, whatever they may be, uh, you know, coal, copper, anything, uh, steel, by uh, rail. So he knows that hard assets in the future is, is the place to be. So. Of course, we can't do that, but he bought the whole railroad Interesting. Uh -huh. Interesting. And, uh, and, and so I always say, go by what Warren Buffett uh, does, not what he says, but what he does. And what he's doing is preparing 
for this currency collapse. And so I think those are um, those are some great assets to protect yourself. Um, I think I, I think people that are buying stocks on margin, which means they're borrowing money to buy stocks, as stocks will go down in value, they have to pay more money on the money they borrowed. And uh, for a lot of people, the only way they can do that is to sell the stock, which means that if there's more sellers than buyers, the stocks are going down. And I'm seeing a lot of um, I'm seeing a, a lot of margin. Uh, and people are investing a lot of their money. They're basically borrowing money to to gamble in the market. And to me, that's scary. And I think you should have, even though it's not paying anything, I think you should have money in cash. Just yeah. in case there's a lot of turmoil, you need some liquid cash, even if it's not working for you. You know, so, some but countries when you say now, cash, do you, like, still mean, you mean cash in the bank, or do you mean cash yeah, uh, outside of the bank? Well, uh, have cash. Um, where, where you want to store your, your cash, whether it's in the bank or whether you want to have a vault or something, I, I uh, think you ought to um, have some ready cash just, just to take care of the immediate liquidity. Right. And, but you're uh, not saying that you don't, that you're, you're, you're um, expecting that, you know, financial institutions are going to be vulnerable. You know, uh, well, things. I'm afraid of that. And yeah, it's better to it's better to kind of plan for the worst and, and be prepared, kind of have a layering approach. Yeah, plan for the worst and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. So, so if some of these things don't come to fruition, you'll be fine. But uh, right. if they do, uh, you know, you need to be protected. Right. But, you know, regular folks, okay, so some of the ideas that you talked about were, were great, but those were people in a certain strata, right? Those were people, you know, buying farmland, et cetera. Those are people in a certain socioeconomic category. Most people, you know, have a, have a job that says, okay, we'll put in 10 or 15%, and you can match it up to, you know, 7 or 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for those folks, should they continue on that path where their employer is, you know, investing for them and then they're matching at the maximum level are there are there are there you know and it's not even that down to the nitty-gritty because i think some people i think everyone it seems to me needs to to do something different based on their own life circumstances but what are the big questions that people should be asking themselves well when for example make choices right that's that's more important what how do you know what is the best strategy for you well first of all uh, it, it, it might amaze you, but a lot of people, you know, whether they've worked at the uh, uh, post office for 30 years or uh, they were a manager of a shoe store and they have a 401k, if, if they're still working and they're getting matching contributions, they want to keep that going because that's yeah. free money. But what about if somebody left one company, went to another, rolled over his or her IRA, and that IRA, you know, might be at a bank, it might be at a stock brokerage firm, it it might be anywhere. Um, Those are some, you know, and they're planning on not using it now. They can use that. You don't need millions of dollars. I mean, I see every day people with 100 $200,000, $300,000, $400,000, $500,000 in 
their 401k, they, they retired and they rolled it over to an IRA, and it's, it's been sitting there. And I'm just saying, well, you might want to take a small portion of it, let's say 10 or 20% at the very minimum. So if somebody had, if somebody had $100,000 in the IRA, they might want to take $20,000 and put it in gold. If the market uh, corrects and goes down, the uh, gold will go sky high. If the currency collapses, gold will go even higher. China, but they get penalized for taking it out, right? So you have to take it out. I know. Taxes, no, take it out, it, but it's it, worth it because you're, you're protecting yourself. You're diversifying in the way that you're talking about. Uh, yeah, but they don't need to get penalized because they could exchange it directly from wherever it's at. Um, they can go from institution to institution, or they can go from whichever institution it's at, like uh, let's just say it's in a bank uh, money market account paying nothing. They can roll it over within 60 days institution to institution, uh, like for gold, for example. There's no penalty fees. It's, it's, um, you can avoid the penalty fees even if you're younger than 59 and a half. Okay, so I need to, I need to one more time get us to uh, a little transition here. And when we come back, we'll, we'll finish up this conversation about strategies and strategies for, you know, for everyone. And, and what are the big questions that people should be asking at different points in their life? So let's switch gears one last time. And while we're at commercial break, hit us up on Twitter at Vieta M. Jones at Richard underscore Debt. We'll be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Richard Dent, a cornerstone of the Bears' overwhelming defense during their Super Bowl run and a 2011 inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, was an eighth-round draft pick out of tiny Tennessee State in 1983. The tall and skinny rookie wound up with a brilliant 15-year football career. Dent's fascinating story takes you behind the scenes of one of the fiercest, most dominant defenses in NFL history. Blood, Sweat, and Bears hits hard, just like its Hall of Fame author. Buy it now on Amazon or download it to Kindle. Dieta Jones has been delivering expert guidance through her speaking, consulting, and writing on leadership, management, and cultural diversity for more than 20 years. Her engaging style and infectious laugh combines with mastery of personal effectiveness tools and cutting-edge research. She is diplomatic, yet direct, and concept-based, yet practical in her approach. If you are looking for a high-powered speaker for your next conference, consider Dieta Jones your ace in the hole. Call her at 312-870-9596 or visit her website at dietajones.com. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. 
Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to DJ and DeBear, keeping you at the top of your game. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That number again is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to djones at dietajones.com. Now, back to the show. We're back and continuing our conversation with special guest Steve Delat. We're having a really, really interesting conversation about the economy, financial um, uncertainty, economic uncertainty, globalization, um, the, the vulnerability of our dollar. Um, and now we're at the point in the conversation where we're really talking about what are some of the strategies that people can um, explore in order to get themselves positioned and prepared and ready for shifts in our financial reality. And, Steve, before we went to break, we were talking some about how people might um, you know, think about diversifying their own portfolios, maybe taking some of their IRA funds and investing a portion of it, you said 10 to 20% at least, in gold. One of the other things, though, that I wanted to ask you about is, um, you know, what are some of the questions that people should be asking themselves? So if people um, have, a, you know, this feeling in our gut, like I do, like something's changing, I'm a little nervous, what, what are the right kinds of questions that I should be asking myself and asking my financial advisor and, ask, and, and, and using to help me find a financial advisor? Because I, different people are at different points in their lives. You know, some people are closer to retirement. I am, you know, mid-career. Some people are early on in their careers. Different people have different realities as far as, you know, what socioeconomic bracket they currently are in their lifestyle needs and expectations, whether or not they have children, whether they're entrepreneurs like me. Give us some ideas about the kinds of things that, you know, an informed person should be thinking about regardless of where we come from. Okay. Um, Well, first, uh, assuming that people are still working and they're planning on working for quite a while, I always tell people try and take 10% of your savings or of your paycheck and put it away and, you know, use the other 90% for what you need it for. Uh, the problem is uh, most people do it just the opposite. They, <laughs> they spend all their money and then whatever is left to save, they save. Well, they don't save anything. Uh, right. A statistic just came out from the government that that 50% of the people in this country are living from check to check and that uh, most people in this country, uh, and I don't know what percentage they were talking about, only have $30,000 that they have for retirement. And that's kind of scary. That is kind of scary. And there. But... uh, you know, as you get older, like I always did for myself, as I got older, um, I started reducing my risk because of uh, living too long. Uh, you know, um, um, if, I, if the market crashes and I thought, man, if it crashes now and I've got a lot of money in the market, I'm, I'm uh, 65 years old. I, I may not have time to ride the next correction up. So um, as you age, 
uh, you should reduce your risk accordingly um, because you can't afford the risk if we have another crash. And a lot of people, you know, uh, they don't go by that philosophy, and I, and I think they should. And um, if they're going to talk to a, an advisor, I think they should. Ta- I think they should talk to three um, three advisors, and uh, and get their proposals, and you know uh, maybe have them present a Morningstar report and explain it to them what the charges are, the expenses. Um, you know, Morningstar has it out for everything you wanted. They have the analysis, and all the brokers have Morningstar. So that might be something. You know, it's like if somebody goes through a divorce. Uh, typically, they don't just go to one divorce lawyer. They interview two or three, and then they make their choice. If, well, um, the other thing is that you, what you're talking about is, one, having an advisor who, um, you know, you can work with and finding someone who you understand what their approach is, you understand what the services are they're providing you, you understand what the fees are for those services, but also that you're an active, or I, as the person who, you know, is, is uh, investing, am actively involved in my own um, investment plan. I don't just hand it off to a financial advisor and then walk away and assume that that person is going to do right by me and make the appropriate adjustments according to my life goals, et cetera. That, right. You know, that, you that, that I think about, my, that, that I take agency in this um, experience. Yes, you want to be able to make the decisions that you want to use an advisor to give you some suggestions, but you should make the ultimate decision, which makes sense for you, not, not so, for... Right, so... so for 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 most people, I know that it's it's kind of um, intimidating. You know, we we assume that the financial advisors are the experts and that they know more, and so we should kind of hand off and listen to them. But really, that's not the, that's not always the case. We should really push back and 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 try to be much more empowered and educated than um, perhaps uh, trusting the judgment um, of these financial advisors. Not to say there's any. Um, ill will, but that, you know, our, our, it's our responsibility for our own uh, financial well-being. Uh, that's true. And, uh, I mean, you can even uh, um, open up an account yourself at a company like TD Ameritrade, um, where I have my account, and they offer uh, free training to you. And, um, you know, that's kind of nice because you can continue your education through companies like that that yeah. are not selling you anything. They're just educating you. And that's, uh, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of them, but, uh, you know, that's the one I use. And if I have so any gonna... questions, yep. you know, like I want a high-paying dividend account with strong ratings, you know, they will advise me on that. So You'd so, have to make so the trade Steve... yourself, but, um, you know, it's simple. So, so Steve, TD Ameritrade is one of the things that you're talking about, you putting yourself in the driver's seat as an individual, but also how all of us, every, all of the listeners can do this. Can you share with us any other resources that people uh, listening to might go to, be pointed to, and how they might connect you, connect with you for additional kind of follow-up or advice? Uh-huh, yes, there's an interesting website. It's called Economic Info Hub, H-U-B. It's all third-party letters and conversations and videos 
about what they think is good and bad with the markets and what to look for. That's free of charge. Anybody can go on there. That's very nice. Um, economic Info Hub. Yeah, Economic Info Hub is that okay. one. Uh, Stans, Porter Stansberry Research. I think his is excellent. And, um, you know, you get emails every day about different things, and they tell you what they think about the market uh, and all that. You know, they're licensed, and so, you know, they're able to do, do all these recommendations for you. I like Agora, A-G-O-R-A. I think that's excellent. And uh, Jim Rickards, he's probably the foremost expert on the economy, and world, he's written three books on, uh, like, the coming collapse of the world currency. Um, and um, he is, he, before, I'll finish up with him, then give you my contact information. But they hired, he, he's an economist, an attorney, and, um, and uh, worked for the CIA. And the CIA asked him after 9-11, they hired him to... Well, you know, give us try and find some clues so we know if there's a terrorist attack. So he was researching and researching, and he noticed right before the terrorist attack of 9/11, he a lot of people shorted American Airlines and United Airlines. Uh, you know, those were the planes that crashed. So yeah. when you short a stock, that means you bet it goes down. When a stock goes down and you shorted it, that means you make money. Oh, yeah, yeah. He caught that. Really interesting. So check out, okay, so Economic Info Hub, Porter Stansbury Research, Agora, Jim Records, and then Steve, tell us how our listeners can contact you. Okay, you can contact me, uh, both uh, my uh, phone, which is 224-246-0022. You can email me. Steve Delott, D-E-L-O-T-T, at gmail.com. You can go on our website and view the gold, silver, and uh, a lot of YouTubes and videos and uh, uh, articles. Royal Metals Group. Royal Metals Group. Yeah, Royal Metals Group. And we've got a lot of interesting things on our website and uh thank so, you so so much we need to we need to wind it down i'm sorry about this because we could go on and on but i it's been a really really educational hour i can't tell you how much i appreciate this i'm sure our listeners have gotten a lot of good information listeners i'm going to hit you up on social media with all of the links that steve has suggested for us steve i hope everybody your phone just starts ringing off the hook because you are a wealth of knowledge and i've known that about you since the day we met and so Thank you so, so much for, you know, spending this time with us. Until next week, keep finding ways to make a dent in pursuit of your dreams, to serve your community, to make our world better. See you later, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Please join Dietta Jones and Richard Dent for another edition of DJ and DeBear. We'll be back next Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a terrific week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 